Good morning, hello. Well, it may not be morning wherever you're listening at. It is Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021, and I can't think of a better day for it to be way above freezing and the wind to come out of the south at the speed of hell's breath. Anyway, it's it's windier now and it's going to be kind of a warm day, so it works out for me just fine. Uh, we got some fresh snow this weekend I wouldn't mind getting rid of. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about some chicken breeds today. Um, I wanted to talk about some layer breeds. And the reason I'm doing that is because people are going to start putting their chick orders into the farm stores or online getting them delivered to the post office. Uh, According to Hoover's Hatchery, I got an email last week. Hoover's Hatchery is out of Rudd, Iowa. And they said that the Postal Service did not do animal delivery because they were so far behind with the large storm and weather that had happened a couple weeks ago across the country. And they said that they were not going to deliver the animals and they were trying to get everybody to sign a petition. What a son of a bitch, huh? I mean, you're trying to, you've you've got a mail order chick business um, and you can't deliver it. Which, where I would imagine hatching eggs do not, uh, do not fall into that category because they're not animals yet. It's food, theoretically, or could be classified as food. I don't know. Anyway, I hope they get that cleared up because I want you folks to get your chickens as soon as possible. Anyway, uh, I was looking at the sheet, just kind of scanned through it last night and this morning uh, as I was eating supper. I I got in the house kind of late, so I ate supper alone. I usually don't do that. My wife is an excellent cook. God bless her. I I literally hardly ever cook anything in the house anymore. She has become this lady that is the best cook. And our daughter is probably one of the pickiest eaters. I mean, not the pickiest eater, but just doesn't eat a whole lot of stuff. And she does not appreciate it. (laughs) Of course, when we were kids, did we appreciate it? We'd never really appreciate that. Boys probably do most of the time because a growing boy eating, you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm going off track here. But uh, but I wanted to talk about these the, the breeds that you're looking at getting. Meat birds, that's pretty cut and dried. A lot of people get the Red Ranger or a Cornish Cross. Cornish Cross, real dirty, shits all over the place very lethargic and uh but they get huge the breast on them is like huge seven weeks you're butchering six seven weeks at least that's the way it was when i did it and they were huge so anyway you can get that red ranger is a little bit more flighty uh takes them a lot longer to grow out but they're still a damn good meat bird and they you know aren't laying in their own filth all day long and setting up shop next to the feeder quite as much. 
So if you're looking for more of a um, somebody that acts more like an egg-laying bird, the Red Ranger would be a, a good option. Anyway, now let's get it here now down there into the laying hens. <clears throat> you know, I don't really know a whole lot about the roosters of each breed other than we have had, I have seen people have good luck with naked neck roosters. That's, I think it's a turkin it's called. I've also seen them have good luck with barred rocks, Delawares, and uh, what's another one? Coochin, uh, coochin, any kind of coochin. Um, the coochins are very docile. But if you're looking for something to pump out the eggs and you don't really give a shit what it looks like and you don't care what color your eggs are, um, a white leghorn or a California white will lay a white egg and they will lay one almost every single day. There's only a couple days a year, they don't lay and they lay all the time for a couple years. You know, after three, four years, a lot of times chickens will quit laying eggs. And they'll live up to that. Um, another really good one, if you don't mind the brown eggs, is a production red, Rhode Island red, uh, red star. Uh, they're all kind of, I think they're all kind of related. But anyway, those are really good uh, brown egg layers. Uh, you know, you're getting into there to the tan eggs. Um, you're looking at, you know, like a buff Orpington. Any kind of Orpington, I guess. Uh, they call it a brown lay egg layer, but it's it's not dark brown. It's kind of a lightish tan color. Um, you know, they're a good layer. But as far as, there's all kinds of layers out there that do a great job too. Um, we, we ourselves always make sure we have some barred rocks because they look nice. We like the color in the flock. Plus they're nice birds. Cucamorans, uh, you know, that's like a dark chocolate egg. They don't lay very many of them, but they're really nice chickens, and they kind of look like a barred rock, actually, uh, except for their legs are a different color. Um, but they lay a dark chocolate-colored egg. Um, one thing I will tell you is if you get like a white leghorn or a California white, you knock the egg against the dish, it's almost just like doing the ones, the 99-cent eggs in the store. You know, it'll crack easy, you can use it. They probably give the most eggs of any chicken. And, and they're a really good egg for that, but they're not your most structural integrity of an egg, if that makes any sense. Because if you take a Rhode Island Red, that frickin' egg, you have to knock it against the dish so hard that sometimes you actually break the yolk when you do it. So they have a really thick, hard shell on their egg and that's just genetically how they do it. And maybe that's why they produce a couple less eggs than the uh, leghorn. But either way, no big deal. We always try to have different colored eggs in our uh, boxes. I like the idea of, um, of, of variety. Uh, sometimes, and in, in during a chicken's first year, if you, you know, say you got a dozen laying hens, and you got a bunch of different breeds, once in a while on their first year of laying, and I don't know how the hell they do this, but you're going to find a freaking egg that's just huge. Like, 
unusually huge, like two times bigger than what we call an extra large. And a lot of times that's a double yoker. Not all the time, but a lot of times. A lot of times it is. And um, I like I like sticking those into the uh, into the box when we sell, sold to our guy. Uh, we I would stick those into the box. The box wouldn't shut, you know, like a regular egg carton for extra large eggs. The damn thing won't shut. It's pretty cool. And then once in a while, once in a great, great while, you'll find an egg in there about the size of the tip of your thumb. But, you know, if you just took your thumbnail, just a tiny little egg. It's still an egg. It still works. It's just a really extra little one. And that's pretty neat, too. I, I just, uh, I've only... I found a lot more big ones than ever those little ones. I've only found two or three of those little ones in all our years of doing this. But um, you'll find that once in a while too. As far as breeds goes, if you are looking for uh, just pets, chickens that are pets, you can get whatever you want, whatever you think looks good. Um, there's some really fancy, fancy chickens out there. <clears throat> I don't know. I saw a wine dot the other day that kind of had... It, was, it looked like a white chicken with some brown lace on it. I've never seen that before in my life. Any wine dot, a laced wine dot, is, is a very beautiful bird. We used to have a gold laced wine dot, and its name was Dakota. Very tame, very docile bird. It only had one eye. And uh, very nice chicken. I mean, totally awesome. Um, we right now have a silver lace wine dot, which I think is probably one of the more beautiful birds in our flock, along with the Delaware hen. The Delaware hen is a really pretty one for, for one that's a little bit more on the plain side. Uh, we do not have any barred rocks right now. I, I really miss having barred rocks. Th those were really nice. Uh, it's nice to have some breeds that do go brody, especially breeds that don't uh, lay a whole lot of eggs. So breeds for us that have gone brody all the time. We had one that was probably brody more than it was not. And that was a blue cochin. And that was the nicest chicken. Um, it, it, you know, they have the feathery legs. So, you know, it keeps the eggs warm did a really good job it was excellent um just a really really neat bird uh but when it was not brody there was one summer when it was not brody at all and that thing laid an egg every single day and it was almost like a circle it was a dark kind of a dark brown egg but it was almost a circle it was a really neat egg um another one that goes bro brody all the time is a buff orphington uh, all the buff Orphingtons we've had, uh, every one of them I've seen Brody. And that's just a part of life. Um, wouldn't hurt, I guess, if it was summertime. You know, it wouldn't hurt to mark a few of those eggs and not collect those eggs when you do your collecting. Um, sometimes they get pretty protective of the nest. It depends on the personality of your Brody chicken. But uh, to try to let them hatch them out. I don't know. I, I'd like to actually try that uh, next summer. Um, another one that's known to go Brody is a Delaware. I don't have enough experience with any of these other breeds about how Brody they go. Um, 
but our experience has been that these three breeds can go Brody. The Delaware, though, was not dependable. That young lady, she, uh, she would just all of a sudden quit sitting after about 10 to 15 days, and you want to talk about one pissed off papa, that's me. Because <laughs> we, we were gonna actually just try to naturally hatch something last year, and it did not work. Uh, she, she all of a sudden just took a hiatus and left the situation. But, you know, it is what it is. You gotta, you gotta take what you can get and do what you can. So, it's nice to have Brody, um, but I mean, these ornamental breeds, the sky is the frickin' limit. They also, uh, they're not known for laying eggs at all, to my experience. I mean, they do lay eggs, don't get me wrong, but this particular breed that I'm going to talk about is a bantam. They, they, it's kind of like a miniature version of every chicken breed there is. Uh, lots of coochins. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know all the bantam breeds, but they're, they're just a smaller one, you know, and they lay a smaller egg. Um, I, I've seen them around. They're cute as a button. Um, really neat looking. So, you know, if you were looking for pets, that might be an option as well. Um, they're not any cheaper than your other chickens, which chickens, let's face it, they're cheap, you know. I mean, when you're buying chicks uh, that are hens for four bucks, I think they're plenty cheap. Um, this year at Runnings, uh, due to the pandemic, they said minimum chick order of 15 per person. Now. This is where the rubber meets the road. I'm a little bit apprehensive about this because <clears throat> I'm gonna be hatching out some eggs. I'm wondering if I should not get chicks from runnings on a particular date that would be really close to when these eggs are supposed to hatch. That might be a really good idea. Another thing I'm thinking about, now this has to be a family meeting, is getting a couple ducks, like egg-laying ducks. They have a what's called a white layer. And if you get hens, they lay about 200 eggs a year. I would imagine in the winter, they really significantly slow down. But, stay with me on this. So, if a guy were to get three laying hen ducks and a drake, would I be able to hatch out some eggs next year and get more ducks? But here's the problem on this. I don't know if I want to take care of ducks. <laughs> it's kind of dirty. You need a little bit more water in your situation. And uh, anybody that's got any duck experience, I would love to actually talk to you. I don't, I mean, I have a crick going through the property. That might help. Uh, the only bad thing about it is there's mink in there which would probably be a little bit vicious on their situation. But anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm thinking about ducks. I like ducks. I like the idea of ducks. I just don't know if I will actually like the day-to-day -day of having ducks. I know I like the day-to-day -day of chickens, uh, and I'm finding out if I like the day-to-day -day on quail right now. But, you know, sometimes a guy cannot overwhelm his family and uh, do stupid shit and just buy whatever the hell he wants. I don't, I don't want to do that either. 
So anyway, just food for thought. Um, anyway, I really better get going. But I wanted to talk about a few of the laying hen breeds today, uh, stuff that we have had good luck with. There are other breeds out there. If you have any other breeds, please hook up with me on Instagram. Uh, maybe send pictures. I like it. Uh, uh, I hear there's Insta message. I don't know how to use it. But uh, <clears throat> let me know. By the way, your pictures. Love your pictures on Instagram. They're, they're great. Um, keep that up. I mean, just love looking at all the pictures. And uh, uh, some of the shit you guys do with your chickens is just hilarious. And, and some of the mems and some of the, the uh, T-shirts and stuff that you guys wear. It's pretty funny. Um, I'm also, you know, just getting into this quail thing, you know. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, like I say, if you guys want to hook up, if anybody wants to be on the podcast, uh, my email is ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Also, uh, hook up with me on Instagram. Uh, I'd love to connect with you, and I will talk to you later. God bless you. I love you, and so does God.